0: Assalamu alaikum. I'm Sabah Malik and welcome to episode number two of the Mentally Fit Muslims podcast. I hope you're feeling awesome. On today's show, I'm going to be chatting with a great friend of mine. Her name is Askarini or Aska for short. Now, remember, stay tuned till the end of the episode to hear her special message to those of you who are suffering from a mental illness. All right, let's get started. So, Aska. Thank you for So, how, what time is it there in U- the U.S.? It's 9.20 p.m. For you, it's 8.20 wow. p.m.? Ooh. Yes, it's 8.20 p.m. P.M. That's correct. Uh, A.M. That's correct. Oh, okay. Thanks for having me, Saba. It's an honor. Um, it's my pleasure. This is my first interview that I'm conducting, and I'm so happy that you agreed to this. We met a while ago, and we've just been talking online and sharing each other's work, and you've appeared on my blog as well. So, tell us about yourself.
1: Yes. Uh, my name is Askarini. Uh, People call me uh, Aska, my friends and family call me Aska. And at the present, I work at the uh, state-owned company in my hometown in Jakarta, Indonesia. And I have plenty of hobbies. I like to read, I like to write. Uh, doing some cooking and baking and also doing mm-hmm. painting. At the present, I work in a department of human capital, uh, in my, my, uh, my office. And I'm so happy because I am able to help a lot of employees mm-hmm. to develop themselves. Uh, whether it, it is in uh, hard skills and soft skills. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm, wow. I'm happy and I feel so blessed to be able to work. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. You
0: mentioned <laughs> that you love to write and I've read some of your yeah. work, your poetry. Tell us how you got into that. Like, what, what made you start writing and sharing online? Well, actually, uh, my first
1: experience since, of uh, writing was actually, it was back a, a years uh, ago when I was in my elementary school. I was actually uh, love uh, writing diaries. The reason is maybe because I feel that writing diaries uh, is is so uh, re- relieving activities for me. It was back then when I was in my elementary and I really, really like um, expressing things, mm-hmm. but uh, my first uh, interest was actually in um, poetry. The, uh, poetry is actually the thing that forced me to to write a lot. So yeah, I think it was it was like my first my first um, encounter with with uh, writing world and everything related to to. Uh, poetry and stuff like that
0: that's cool that you talk about writing uh, early on because when i was in uh elementary and especially in high school that's when i started writing as well i always had a journal with me and whatever i felt uh-huh. i would uh-huh. always write it down like yeah. it made me feel so good so i can totally relate like yeah. when you're talking about the writing so do you want to tell us a bit about uh what happened or uh, i know that you have bipolar do you want to talk yeah. a bit about yeah. that
1: the first time I felt that I had something uh, with my uh, mental health, it was like in my second years of high school. It was actually my, in my second years of high school. It was like year of 1998. A long time ago, it was my mm-hmm. second years of high school. I think when, when why does I get bipolar? Were well, actually, because I think, um, I have this kind of like physical and, um, mentally fatigue. Fatigue means like you feel very, very tired Mm -hmm. because, um, yeah, because the whole years when I was in my elementary and then my junior high school, and then when I entered my senior high school, I was like, well, I can say that I'm proud of myself that I always get on, um, uh like this top three uh of the best students at class i always achieved that it was like okay i was the top three of of the class and uh, i pushed myself very hard i studied a lot i really love studying i really love going to school i really love doing homework and stuff like that and then i've always achieved more than i expected so when struck me uh my at my second year of high school, it was actually like a physically fatigue and then uh, mentally fatigue because I was like I always put like a hundred and ten percent of the things that I've done, um, all the things that I work on. So, but I I think uh those kind of mental breakdown were actually like an ac- accumulating of a stressful body and soul. Mm-hmm. So I just realized that i didn't really have like this kind of balanced life of uh average teenage uh kids or any uh any other kids uh that that has a really fun activities with their friends and stuff like that but i just too much focus on on the the studying and then doing um my best to get on uh the best school in in the elementary and in the uh, junior uh, high school and then at the senior high school so it was like that and it was quite horrible it was like the darkest moment of my life one of the darkest moments of my life and then yeah it was it was really hard and I, I just remember it was the first time I, I really like I completely out of control that I was actually preparing everything and then it was just like I don't have any anything that I wanted to do. The things that I like, I, I turn, it turned out to be the things that I really dislike. So Major Breakdown is really, really horrible. Something like that. You know,
0: Eska, you're like halfway around the world because I'm in the States and you're in uh, Jakarta, right? Right now in Indonesia? Yeah. And yeah. it's so funny yeah. because the story you're telling is basically a mirror image of mine. Like, around the same time in 1999, I was in high school and I was always trying to, like, be a high achiever and wanting to just, uh-huh. you know, excel, excel. And that led to slowly yes. my mental breakdown as well. And yes. so, like, when, you, when you're when you talking about your breakdown, did that start with depression or did you have mania symptoms? And then, like, what happened? How how did you find out that you had bipolar? Uh,
1: yeah, I was actually, like... Uh, between a combination of the two like i was like so driven in 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 doing my 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 studies yeah maybe it was like uh all of the all of my classmates were actually they were very competitive and i've i've always wanted to be like i want to be the best i I don't i don't accept like okay i'm the third uh best uh uh student the second no i i want to be the best i want to be the first It was like the breakdown was actually a combination between uh, manic and depression and it was that like i'm too i think it was started like manic uh phase first because i was like eventually i I got overwhelmed with everything and then it went like from too too um too excited doing things and it was like oh my god i'm so tired and then the depression came and but i think that the the manic manic phase is is not really long but i went into like a depressive uh state where uh i i I don't want to wake up in the morning and then i have problems uh to have any focus on 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 the class like the the teachers teaching me and i was just like i I cannot understand what they are teaching and then i started like i'm doing these uh difficulties in communicating with my teammates uh, and with my classmate it was like I was like in a in a in a place where I feel that I really emotionally physically disconnected with everyone mm-hmm. the manic phase where like I stay awake for a long time mm-hmm. and I I, I I unable to go to sleep uh with regular uh time and then it was just like from I cannot go to sleep, and then I don't want to go to. uh, I don't want to. I don't want to eat anything, and then I keep having these thoughts in my mind that um, could not stop. Like I, I, I'm thinking. I think of this, and I think of that, and I think of everything, and it just won't stop from that. And then to get overwhelmed with everything, and was physically, I was like tired, and then I, I get. Like, I get sick. And then, so, yeah, it was like a combination between manic and oppressive uh,
0: phase, okay. I think. So it was kind of fixed. Uh-huh. You were going through a depressive phase, no energy. And then you would go up into the manic phase and you wouldn't eat and sleep. Yeah. Okay. So then yeah. what yeah. did you do did to that. deal with it? Did And how did your family react? Or did people around you know that this was happening with you? What was going on? How yeah.
1: did you deal with it? I was like, uh, yeah, it was my second year, and I I think it it went like almost uh off and on and off, and like it was almost a year. It was like, yeah, it was like the second secondary years at high school were actually I uh, was really like it was the a phase where where everything goes numb. Um, actually, my 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 family uh were actually they were just like what is wrong with you i yeah. mean you don't want you suddenly you don't want to go to sleep and then and suddenly well, at night when everybody sleep like like you're knocking through their their doors and ask and ask for why don't we have a chat it was like that sounds very familiar 11 yeah 11 p.m yeah. at nine and everybody's got tired and they want to go to sleep but I just asked them why don't you tell something to me, and then I like I'm disturbing their, their bedtime and something like that, and they were just like, it's uh one uh, a.m. and then it was two a.m. in the morning, and you're still awake and you didn't go to sleep. You have to go to school tomorrow and something like that, and I was just like, wow. oh, it's, it's never mind. Uh, I'm not sleeping, I'm not sleeping already. So something like that, and with uh the with my friends at school where they're. they're there, absolutely, there was some kind of like a, a change behavior. Like, I was like, okay, I did my homework and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when I go to and when I go to school, that I was just like, oh my god, what day is this? I was asking like them, what day is this? Yeah, this oh. is like, this is Monday. We have this assignment stuff like that. We have a uh, homework that we have to 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 uh to give to the teachers and something like that and then i completely didn't do my homework and then at at uh at class i was just like i have my book in, uh, in front of me but i didn't write or i didn't do any activities that so, related mean, to the to the teaching or something like that so i just like drawing
0: something So everything just feel, something like yeah that. so everything just feels out of place like things things know yes, how they're supposed yeah. to be and stuff doesn't make sense um So, how, yeah, it was. Did you, what happened after high school when you went to college or university? Did this continue or did you get help? Okay. What did you do after that? Uh-huh. It was actually affecting my, my, my last year at
1: at the high school, right? Because, uh, yeah, like I've mentioned before, that I get this one year in my secondary years at the high school and then I have to uh, continue in my uh, third year in my last year at the high school. And it was actually uh, where uh, yeah like uh long story short that um in my last year, I have to enroll for the university and stuff like that. I have to take some uh several tests or to enter the university. I enroll for this and i enrolled enroll for that actually, I failed, so when I tried uh, the first attempt, I was failed i I didn't get ac- accepted in any col- in any university. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh my God, I felt that I failed in my second and my third years at high school. And then everybody's going to college. And I was just like, "Uh, I did not make it. So what should I do next? Something like that. So what did you do? So it was like another heartbreaking, right? Yeah. I forgot to mention it that actually, when it was in my first year at high school, I've met um, a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. She, we, adore one another because she's so smart and she said that she adores me as well because of the things that i achieved mm-hmm. uh, uh at school and then she actually is the one who um giving me this kind of virus to write more so like she mm-hmm. writes uh short stories and i've read one of her uh, works, and i was like wow you can make stories? Yeah, she said that. It was one of my ways to to express myself. And it was like a, one of a moment where I feel that I felt inspired by her activities. So that, wow, should, I think it will be fun. In my second year, I got bipolar. And then um, in my third years, it was just horrible as well. But during the phase where I did not make it in university, I tried to do some stuff like okay uh maybe i can write something maybe i can just just like um sharing my thoughts and my feelings in my journal again maybe i, I can start journaling again something like that to to fill uh the, the 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 year that i did not make it but during that time i was just like entering some like uh course uh uh Around six six months of short course to prepare for the next year uh, of uh, enrollment to the university, and then I've met also uh, in this uh, course I've met lots of smart students who were actually failed as well oh. <laughs> when their uh, first attempt to go didn't uh, feel to so the old. university. So you I, didn't feel so alone. Yeah, and and. Yeah, that, that's true and in the class it was just like 30 to 40 students it was just crazy like they are so smart they're so talented and uh, w- whenever we've got this like test on on, on, on a trial test trials for, for uh, entering the university the Excel with, with wonderful, uh, grades and stuff like that but they were actually uh failed in their first year of attempt to go to university mm-hmm. so it was just like an interaction between uh those friends and then actually it was like in that course it was really religious islamic and then it was really religious that i started to wear hijab and stuff like that so it was just like an, an light? A uh, phase for me for those kind of year. And then I, I, I do my journaling again, I write poetry again, and then I started to write short stories again. But I felt a privilege and I felt happy because um, I have this kind of like, I'm proud of myself that since elementary school, I already learned um english and really one of my favorite subject uh is english and then Mm. i felt that i was really in english it was like like a turning point for me that that okay um maybe i fail uh now but i'm i'm proposing uh, i'm 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 doing stuff uh preparing for for the next year Uh, you felt that everything is everything is broken and then those kind of pieces like you're trying to get all of the pieces uh, uh, and then you try to make it like a whole again and then mm-hmm. and all of the bitterness all of those kind of like uh, horrible moments and love that I was trying to uh, taking all of those kind of pieces and back it together again so it was just like a healing uh, phase for me it was like year of mm-hmm. 2000 and uh, the next year for uh, the next year 2001 I enrolled for um the second time and i was actually um i have this kind of like image in my mind that i want to be a biologist i went on like i get accepted in uh my university at state university of jakarta but majoring mathematics which was happy moment and then it was just between a happy and between like what i entered for this uh major, and then I get accepted. But I just felt that during my uh, high school, math was not really my 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 favorite subject. Though I'm I'm very uh, I'm excel in 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 those in that subject when I was in elementary and in my in my junior high. But and my high school because of bipolar, I, I I don't like math at all. But I try to enroll and I get accepted. So it was just like is this for real so would it was just like a dream yeah but so would you say bipolar
0: like ruined your life or do you think it made it better what what would you say looking back at what program you wanted to get in and what you actually got what would you say do you think it has uh, made your life better or
1: worse or a bit of both at the present i i have and i just have to say that it was like a blessing in disguise something like that Mm -hmm. Uh, while I have those uh horrible moments I was like sorry I, I was like cursing everyone it was just I hate everyone like something like that that I hate myself I hate everyone I hate the things that I have to do uh, back then and but looking back and then how I get through uh, at the present it was like one of like yes it's a blessing these guys it was it was a bitter. Experiences, but like uh, Allah has given me this, this uh, gifts. There you go, Aska. I, I give you this gift, and then it was not beautifully wrapped up yeah. <laughs> in in a beautiful cover, yeah, something like that. But it gives lots of lessons for me. So mm-hmm. it was just I have to say it was a blessing blessing in disguise. Because if you ask, do you want to trade everything with other people? for your life experiences, maybe I will say no.
0: Because
1: good. it felt like that Allah is directing me to a very beautiful uh, scenario that he already planned for me. Mm-hmm. And while well, I'm still struggling as well at the present, sometimes I felt that, did I did the right decision? Did I took uh, the right path? Did I, did I serve other people? Did I prioritize myself? At the present, mm-hmm. what makes me feel content and happy? It was just, is it the true happiness that you're already uh, looking or searching for? It was something like that. But for real, if I don't have bipolar, I won't be able to know Saba Malik from the US. Same States year. States of America, right? yes, it's the same here. Yes. Uh, it was like a key to another, a beautiful, oh yes. uh, uh, yeah, beautiful fear, like that. Then it was a blessing in disguise, I think.
0: Did you, I wanted to know, did you face any backlash from the community or your family or friends? Like when some people found out you had bipolar or they saw you acting this way, like differently. Did you <laughs> find there was any negative reactions or some tough things you had to face because of that from other people? absolutely okay good. i'm <laughs> absolutely.
1: not alone <laughs> because oh, yeah. yeah i i think it, it was maybe uh well people are not well educated enough to know about bipolar right no, back then it was just like it, it yeah it was not it, people don't don't say those kind of symptoms like oh you have bipolar no people said like oh you have manic depressive right something that mm-hmm. it was the in terms of bipolar is not really well known back then. People just okay, manic depressive. Oh, she went crazy, something exactly. like that. I got a lot of stigma, yeah. yeah I got a lot of stigma, but I, I was really uh, like I felt that uh, I I I, I great I feel grateful to Allah because at that time I knew which one is my true friend, hmm. which one is not. So, yeah, um, well. Maybe because uh, I have, back then, everybody's like, oh, I want to be your friend. I mean, like, can I borrow your notebook? Yeah. And then can I learn from you? Like that. Yeah, everybody's just like, yeah, you, you feel, you felt like you are the center of the universe and people are just like uh, circling Around you. uh, in your, I got this bipolar, I just realized that I only got several friends. I was just mm-hmm. like, I can count yes. like one, two, three, four, yeah. five from those mm-hmm. like a hundred friends and turn out to be okay i only have five uh, awesome. real friends that they care and those kind of judgment those kind of stigma they labeled me were quite uh, quite really horrible and um yeah. but i realized that um family is the one mm-hmm. who with you when you're in and hap- in a happiness or in your sadness, family is the one with the real sy- uh, support system, and they 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 also have like maybe they because they don't understand uh, uh what kind of phase that I'm doing dealing with, so that they were just just trying to make sure that I I feel safe, and then they just trying to make sure that when I get depressed, and they just want to give like some advice or cheer me up mm-hmm. or something like that. But it was a horrible horrible i felt like i the burden of the family so it was really heartbreaking to know that because uh what happened to me really affected the whole family and then yeah my my, uh, the family didn't my maybe my 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 uncle and then my my aunts and their family something like that they worried a lot about me i felt horrible because at the same time i don't really understand what is going on with me Mm -hmm. but in the same time that i felt that uh, everybody's worrying me a lot and i felt that uh, i bring them into the same depressive uh phase with me so it's kind of like that but um, uh, yeah, I think uh, those stigma those de- judgment from my classmates and then from all of my friends at at uh, my high school and stuff like that, but there are several uh friends that try to understand they don't give you judgment, but mm. it was just like like I have this kind of filter that I know that okay, yeah. I get it. Oh she's just, yeah. she wants something for me. And she's really genuinely yeah. uh,
0: having. That's, that's so like, that. like, I don't even know how to describe it because I've used that same word that when I got bipolar, there bipolar mm-hmm. became a filter between who was my true friend, who was going to see me at yes. my worst in, in mania, in depression, yes. say all the quote unquote crazy yes. stuff and still be with me. And yes. then all those other people that you yes. were talking about that the circle around you because you have really good notes or you can give them something. But then when the storm comes, they run yeah. away. That is so true. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. exactly what I went through. And then when you talk about family, oh, my God, it's mm-hmm. the same. Without family support, I felt like I, I I, couldn't have done it without them. And whatever I yes. went through, yes. like the depression or anything, they felt it. And it's like we were on the same journey. Mm-hmm. We, if I felt in pain, they were in pain. If I was in mania, you yeah. would see all yeah. of it, you know? So Yes, exactly. I feel like we have the same story, even though we're halfway around the world and we've never physically met, uh, it's subhanAllah. Like yeah. this is like it was meant to be. Sure. And you know, that's the reason I wanted yeah. to like talk with you and share your story because I think there's so many people who are who just got bipolar, or they're in the middle of it, or even if, you know, they're older than us, and more experienced, this illness can make you feel so alone. So what, what Mm -hmm. would you say to someone who, you know, maybe they're listening to this podcast, and maybe they think have, maybe they think they have bipolar, or they know someone, Mm -hmm. or they have bipolar, and Mm -hmm. they're just going crazy, you know, like crazy in the sense that they don't know what's going on. What would you Mm -hmm say to them like what do you think would help a person in that situation Mm
1: -hmm. maybe i want to say that you are not alone Hmm. if yeah you are not alone i mean um those crazy things in your head those crazy things happen to your life you're not the only one who felt that way so you're not alone but when you felt that no i am alone nobody cares about me if you have faith, and I mean, if you're a Muslim, you still have Allah. Yeah. You still have Allah. And I think I, it, it took years for me to understand that, yes, I am not alone. Yes, I have Allah. It took years for me because you have tendency of like hating everybody, blaming everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, like maybe, I'm Allah, maybe I'm, I'm blaming like, Allah, Why 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 mm-hmm. did you give me this kind of like, a quote unquote punishment, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it was hard when I I talk about uh, the the feeling that I have, the depression that I have with other people. People keep like giving you this advice. No, uh, you, you just. You're not on un- you're not grateful oh enough to God. have something like this yeah. and then something like that. You are you're you're just a sinner or something like that is because your fault and something like yeah. that. Sometimes please can give you give me any motivation? Don't judge me like that and something like that. People people said that you have to pray, you have to do things, you have to, to do that. Oh, yes. And there comes a point where people are just like, we are done with you. I mean, we're not giving you any advice because you're not listening. You're not doing the things that we uh, told you to do. You're wasting my time because you keep complaining and I then mean, there is no solution. Yeah. Okay. It was just like, felt like uh, everybody's just, everybody's leaving you and mm-hmm. then you're totally wanting. To quit those kind of thoughts in my head, it was just like, oh my god, I, I I cannot tell what kind of like horrible things that I've got in my head that time. Maybe uh the the exact word is time will heal, but it it has a different um experience in each person. It was different. Maybe it takes for me like I've already understand uh the the, the message of having bipolar ten years back. Okay, I get it this is the thing that I have to understand 10 years and then there are several people who perhaps only took like okay three months I'm, I'm sober again and like okay in a year I, I'm back again I'm being the, the the true the true version of myself or something I maybe mean, it, it was really different uh, different cases in each people but the one thing that I want to to tell people who who's struggling with with bipolar disorder is just you're not alone so those kind of feelings that didn't define you as you are the crazy one and then everybody is the 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 one who is sober or something like that it took it took a lot of years for me to understand that well i actually get i got some kind of like uh bipolar um caregiver when i was just like in year 2000 of i forgot maybe around 2000 Thirteen or 2014 I, I i entered this community of bipolar disorder uh, uh communities and i get uh, several um caregivers but eventually you cannot like you cannot mm-hmm. ask more from caregivers so everything mm-hmm. that you have to deal with is you mm-hmm. have to deal with yourself yeah. So, I think like mm-hmm. those kind of activities, like writing poetry and, and writing journals and stuff like that, it was just like an escape for me to to make myself sober and mm-hmm. to get on track. Writing helps me a lot, like writing heals me, so mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think that's the thing that I want to tell everyone,
0: yeah, you're not alone, and I like that you yeah. use writing to heal, and I think each person has to discover. Yeah. What makes you heal? Whether that's through a hobby, or working out, or joining a community, you yeah. just have to find your own thing and just make it work. And know yeah. that you're not alone. Allah's always with you. Yeah. Um, so we're exactly. gonna wrap up soon. Ask is there anything else you you want to share? Do you want to tell us about your work? Uh, where the uh, our audience can find your poetry or your short stories? Where can they go to find your beautiful yeah. work?
1: I wanted to tell you a little bit that uh, during a year of 2017 up until now, um, I actually like working or uh, well, collaborating with one of a mental health uh, coach. Actually, he uh, resides in your country in the US. His name is Ed McShane. He has this kind of like websites of uh, a a coach for your heart.com. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he is Ed McShane. I was actually hoping that after I did this recording I will send this link to Ed McShane for most of the people who are dealing with mental health uh, problems I suggest them to seek and search for help. Mhm. Like you can go to psychiatrists, or you can go to your psycho- psychologist or go to any um, uh, hospital or something like that or any consultant or anything that could help you to get through this. So find uh, a person or find someone or find ha- – so go search for help. Don't uh, burden yourself
0: mm-hmm. with
1: the things that you've had to – uh dealing with at the present by yourself, please search for help mm-hmm. and then I, alhamdulillah because because of uh this this uh war, uh this uh bipolar as well i've i'm doing some like like service doing service for people for ummah is one of the methods that i use to heal myself yeah. so like you're you you are you will feeling truly happiness and contentment when you serve people exactly. so like i'm working with uh, several sisters in the united kingdom showing my works of art like uh, paintings and then writing poetry like that uh, maybe i already mentioned in my my, my biography earlier
0: maybe you can
1: mm-hmm. share uh, yes, uh the works that i've done yes, yes. i will
0: have also so yeah links in the show notes so that people can check them yeah. out go mm-hmm. ahead
1: mm-hmm go search for help and then make sure that know yourself like journal, uh, doing journaling and stuff like that those, those things are activities that makes you happy and please whenever people uh have a judgment on you and then they they give you labels and they give you stigma understand that they did not having the experience that you are at the present so they don't know anything about you, so when they say something bad about you, it's because they don't understand. When you deal with someone that having a problems or struggling with a bipolar or any other uh, mental health illness, try to be compassionate. Try to have more empathy with people and stop judging people. I haven't deal with this kind of thing. I I I I, I easily judge people like oh she's so lazy oh she's so like she doesn't like studying something like that but uh having this kind of uh struggle in my life helps me to be more compassionate and be more uh uh, to have more empathy with other people so i think that's the thing that i want people to know
0: that's amazing i i feel like i learned so much from you you're Mm -hmm. like an older sister and so thank much, you much what you said is true in my life as well i want to thank yeah. you so much you're the first guest of my uh, podcast and it feels so good thank you so much for you for asking
1: my this is beyond of my expectation that I've, I've never had in my mind that um i will be able to share my experiences in your program it's so thank amazing you. and like
0: grateful thank you so much saba, okay mr saba okay take care thank you for coming take care thank you very much bye-bye take care all right guys that's it for today's show i hope you enjoyed it and i hope you felt supported and inspired so to find out more about Asuka's work you can check out the show notes below this episode. And if you like this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and rate my show. Take care. See you in my next episode. Assalamualaikum.